the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm switching to Newsmax. Yeah, if social media is any indication, of course, sometimes it's not, but uh, Fox News is going to see a drop in their ratings and Newsmax is going to explode. Lots of Fox News viewers, most of whom are, by the way, extremely loyal, are upset and they say they're leaving because Fox uh, looked a little too much like CNN and MSNBC during its election coverage. It really started to get on people's nerves during the first debate, I think, with Chris Wallace moderating. I always kind of liked him. I uh, thought he was pretty fair. But after that debate, I can't look at him anymore. When I see his face pop up on Fox, I'm gone. See ya. He should be working for CNN or MSNBC. Then there would be no chance of me seeing his face. Um, they called Arizona for Biden way too soon. And there are people who think that they may have actually cost Trump votes uh, out there because there were still lots of people in line, long lines. And if you hear that uh, your state has already been called, you say, eh, I'm out of here. I'll see you. Uh, maybe that happened. And there's a story today about the wife of one of Rupert Murdoch's sons. He's the uh, owner and founder, I guess, of Fox. Uh, he was she was celebrating on Twitter about Biden's win. We did it. Big exclamation points. And there have been rumors that former Speaker of the House Paul Ryan who was uh, hired by Fox for some reason to do I don't know what, uh, has been moving their coverage in the wrong direction. Now, Tucker Carlson is still the best person on national television, uh, and I will continue to watch him most nights at 8 o'clock. I can only uh, take small doses of Sean Hannity, too repetitive and just way over the top. It's just that the act, uh, I'm sorry, it just gets old. And that's about it for me, though, for, uh, for Fox for a while. A little bit of uh, Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson most nights. Now, I subscribe to Xfinity Cable TV, Newsmax's channel 1115, 1115. And uh, that's the channel that will be on my TV most of the time. And I do think that Fox will see their ratings affected uh, by conservatives just bailing out. Now, Fox has uh, plenty of viewers to spare, of course, but everybody should keep in mind, and people seem to forget this, Uh, that Fox has always um, benefited from CNN and MSNBC splitting the liberal audience. There are three stations uh, that people watch at night for that kind of stuff, for news and commentary on national cable TV, and two of them are uh, are splitting the liberal audience. So Fox gets all of the conservative audience. That has a lot to do with their big numbers. Now, if someone wanted to put lots of money into newsbacks and hire some of Fox's good people away, especially Carlson, uh, Fox could see lots of viewers disappearing, and uh, Newsmax's ratings would go way up. Meanwhile, the president's team continues to go after what they consider to be election fraud. Just a little while ago, Mitch McConnell ripped the Democrats, said that uh, that President Trump should go forward with the lawsuits. He called them hypocrites for what they did to Trump in 2016, and now... Uh, whining about what's happening with uh, this election. 
And it was just a few weeks ago when Steve Bannon, who's considered by everybody on the left and some conservatives for that matter, to be uh, an out-of-control flamethrower, he predicted almost exactly what would happen. Here's what's happened. The Democratic Party, you know, we have this show, We're in Pandemic, so we know the pandemic very, very well. We've seen that the mainstream media has kind of traumatized the Democratic base. Right now, and this is a speech that Bernie Sanders gave the other day, 69% to 75% of Democrats don't want to vote on Election Day. They want some other type of, of, uh, of, of way to vote. We're not set up to have 60 to 80 million mail-in ballots, right? It's just we don't have the, we don't have the infrastructure to do that. So you're looking for a complete fiasco. What's going to happen is that President Trump's going to win on game day because 75% of his people are going to vote on Election Day. So President Trump's going to win on game day. And then the Democratic Party, through both legal measures, which they already have 200 uh, lawsuits out there, through the mainstream media and social media like Twitter and Facebook, and even Antifa and certain elements of Black Lives Matter through street muscle, which they've outlined in this thing called the Transition Integrity Project, which all of your audience ought to go online and get and read. Look, they're going to try to overturn the game day election, you know, three or four weeks after, uh, you know, around Thanksgiving by going in and trying to count all these ballots. That's why it's so important. What I'm doing is going around the country talking to Republican groups about volunteering to be poll watchers and volunteering to be election officials. The knife fights in these counting rooms are going to be where this election comes down to, and that's why you need Republicans in there to making sure these ballots are certified. This may or may not dovetail into that topic, but I'm sure you saw the Washington Post talking about how mail-in voting requests are heavily Democratic, mail-in vote returns are heavily Democratic. Does that keep the GOP? I know a lot of GOP officials anonymously have expressed concern. Do you share that? Yeah, this is the point. Look, I got this idea about we're going to have to address this because this is going to be a crisis that's going to go all the way to Inauguration Day. Really, back in June during the pandemic show, I noticed there wasn't this huge turnouts in these primaries for Democrats. And in New York, they had in Brooklyn, they had 30 percent of the mail-in ballots were not certifiable, 20 percent in Manhattan. And I said, hey, these are Democratic primaries, Democratic candidates run by Democratic officials. So you're going to have this massive problem with these mail-in ballots. You're going to have ballot harvesting. You're going to have all the problems certifying it. It's going to be a fiasco. And this is what, in the Democrats, they're trying to say it's President Trump doing the chaos. It's not Trump. But Trump's saying, hey, everybody show up Election Day and just vote. Democrats are starting to understand what a crisis this is, because this is why Mike Bloomberg the other day said, I'm putting $100 million into Florida just to get out the vote. So Democrats in Florida come out to defeat Trump on Election Day. So we'll have to see how this thing plays out. But I think right now it looks like President Trump wins big on Election Day, and then the Democrats take four or five weeks to try to overturn it before it gets to the Electoral College. So he thought that it would be the Democrats out there right now trying to find the votes that they stole to add to their totals after Election Day. Of course, it didn't work out that way. It's President Trump who's now trying to take back the votes that he thinks the Democrats uh, Democrats might have stolen from him or created themselves. And Bannon was right about Trump having a huge lead on game day. He got it right on the nose. Then there's the big guy who's obviously decided that the decision is final and he's president-elect. He released the names of the people on his COVID-19 advisory board today. And one of them is a guy who thinks it would be a good idea if everybody died before their 75th birthday. And I'm not kidding. We'll tell you about him when we come back. Stick around.
is Namrita Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system. The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India. I'm living in the child. I can't go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find. A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth. I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family, all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America, you should watch America's Forgotten. Go to SalemNow.com to buy today. Use promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off. For those of us who are healthy, it's hard to imagine what it's like to be chronically sick. If you're over 50, you may be fine today, but tomorrow, different story. Chronic illness can literally claim your financial world overnight. Suddenly, you're tens of thousands of dollars in debt, mailbox overflowing with bills, notifications, warnings, and you think Obamacare is going to help you out? Good luck getting someone even to talk to. This is John Steigerwald, and my friends at Marley Financial have a better solution. It's their non-Obamacare pro-life health plan. It gives you the power of a national PPO savings of 30 to 60% off Obamacare for those over 50. No funding for abortion and always someone to help you. Call 724-884-1496. One client was in the hospital for 11 days for a bowel obstruction. Hospital billed him over $56,000. Marley Financial's non-Obamacare plan paid the entire claim claim and put $7,000 in his pocket. There's no other plan like it anywhere, and you can get it now. Call 724-884-1496 or visit MarleyFG.com. In the know, I'm Andy Solomon. Surprise medical bills may result from emergency situations where the patient is unable to choose their medical transport company, hospital, or doctors. Here's Dr. Mitch Elkind, American Heart Association president, with more. The average surprise medical bill is over $600 and may amount to thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars. The American Heart Association is urging lawmakers on both sides of the aisle to address this issue now. We're leading a national campaign encouraging patients to share their stories about receiving surprise bills with the hashtag, I was billed. Patients should never have to worry about surprise medical bills instead of focusing on their care. For months, Congress has had comprehensive bipartisan legislation in hand that would shield patients and consumers from surprise medical bills. However, lawmakers have yet to move this critical legislation forward. Congress should act now to end surprise medical bills. For more on how you can urge Congress to act, visit heart.org slash surprise bills. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium MyPillow for $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98, for a standard queen premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. 
or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, so as I mentioned, uh, Zeke Emanuel, Dr. Zeke Emanuel, his uh, brother is the slimy Rom Emanuel, who was mayor of Chicago uh, and also a big uh, part of uh, Barack Obama's staff. I think he was his, um, his, uh, his chief executive officer, one of those guys, uh, advisor, top advisor anyway for the Obama. Uh, anyway, Dr. Zeke uh, was named to the big guy's uh, COVID-19 advisory board. And listen to him talking to Lawrence O'Donnell here. This is uh, back in May, I think it was, on MSNBC. He's answering a question from Lawrence O'Donnell, but he's obviously reading a statement from a teleprompter. Listen. Realistically, COVID-19 will be here for the next 18 months or more. We will not be able to return to normalcy until we find a vaccine or effective medications. I know that's dreadful news to hear. How are people supposed to find work if this goes on in some form for a year and a half? Is all that economic pain worth trying to stop COVID-19? The truth is, we have no choice. If we prematurely end that physical distancing and the other measures, keeping it at bay, deaths could skyrocket into the hundreds of thousands, if not a million. We cannot return to normal until there's a vaccine. Conferences, concerts, sporting events, religious services, dinner in a restaurant, none of that will resume until we find a vaccine, a treatment, or a cure. One thing I've learned as a cancer doctor is that it's wrong to paint an overly rosy picture in order to maintain a patient's hope. It's wrong because it fails. It's false. Biology and disease are formidable opponents that inevitably tell us the truth. We cannot relieve the oppression of this pandemic until we are realistic. We need to prepare ourselves for this to last 18 months or so and for the toll that it will take. We need to develop a long-term solution based on those facts. It has to account for what we are losing while this fight goes on. Things like schooling and income and contact with our friends and extended family. Lawrence, the crisis is not going to go away in a few weeks or after the 30-day plan comes to an end. Although COVID-19 is affecting us in different ways, we have to be up to it and fight together. Yeah, sure we do, Zeke. Uh, that's, uh, that was back in May, so he said 18 months. That would take us till what, uh, next December, I'm guessing, somewhere around there, uh, November or December, a year from now at least. Um, before we were allowed to go outside and eat in a restaurant, okay? And everybody would be wearing masks, of course. Uh, this is, if you voted for the big guy, this is what you get. You get Zeke Emanuel uh, starting on January 20th, running around telling you that uh, you need to just uh, hunker down for another eh, 11, 12 months, you'll be fine. Can't go to a restaurant, can't go anywhere. But if you think that's bad, I'm going to get to more about uh, Zeke here in a minute, but... Um, there's how about Greece? Are you aware of what's happening in Greece? They've had an uptick, I guess, in in um, in cases. Of course, I'm sure they've also uh, increased testing. But anyway, uh, they now have uh, they're going through another lockdown that starts um, uh, begins began Saturday. I think it began this past Saturday. So it's in effect right now. Uh, under the uh, new rules, only those going to or from the workplace shopping for food or medicine 
visiting a doctor or pharmacy, taking brief exercise, or walking their pet will be allowed to leave their homes. Now, here's the thing. In order to leave home, now this is not, this is, just think about this. In order to leave home, people must carry a police ID or a passport with them. You need a passport to leave your house, okay? And then a form which stipulates one of the approved reasons to be out. Now, here's, guess what you do before you go outside? This is in Greece, and this is happening now as we speak. Uh, you send a text to 13033. In the body of the text, you must note any of six reasons, one through six, to leave a space, add your name, and then your home address. Uh, directions for this process are also to be found on forma.gov.gr. Reasons to be listed on the form include pharmacy doctor, pharmacy comma doctor, two, basic needs or supermarket, which doesn't deliver, three, bank, if e-banking not possible, four, helping people in need, five, funeral, baptism, wedding or divorce parents, visitation rights, six, outdoor exercise or pet walking. Generally speaking, citizens may only leave their homes for the following eight reasons. I'm not going to go through all of them. But uh, my favorite is uh, number seven, going out to exercise or walk a pet and only singly singly or by two. In the latter case, a distance of 1.5 meters, which is about six feet, must be kept between the walkers slash runners. So if you go out to walk your pet with your wife, uh, you will be six feet apart from your wife. I guess they arrest you. I don't know. If a cop car, if a cop drives by and he sees you're only four feet apart, you get arrested. And then if before you get arrested, of course, you're asked for your papers. Where's your passport? You're out of your house. Let me see your permit to be out of your house. This is actually going on in 2020. This is happening in a, what is considered to be a civilized country. And, and as I just read to you, or you just heard, um, Zeke Emanuel is somebody who thinks that uh, he probably thinks Greece has it pretty has uh, got it about right. Um, you know, he wants to do this for another twelve to I don't know eleven or twelve anyway next December, a year from now, late uh, late twenty twenty one, as he was saying back in May. And um, we're supposed to listen to this creep. Ugh. Now this is who, this is back in uh, a few years ago. He wrote this. Uh, I think it was uh, like three four years ago. He wrote a piece for The Atlantic. This is the guy who's on the COVID-19 advisory board for the idiot who's, who looks like he's going to be in the White House uh, in January. He said, by the time I reach 75, I will have lived. He wants to die. Uh, by 75, he's done. He wants to be dead. And by the time I reach, and I'm, I'm all for it, by the way. I think 65 would be good. But anyway, by the time I reach 75, I will have lived. Not me, him. By the time I reach 75, I will have lived a complete life. I will have loved and been loved. My children will be grown in the midst of their own rich lives. I will have seen my grandchildren born and beginning, blah, blah, blah. I will have pursued my life's uh, projects and made whatever contributions, blah, blah, blah. And hopefully I will not have too many mental and physical limitations. Dying at 75 will not be a tragedy. Indeed, I plan to have my memorial service before I die, and I don't want any crying or wailing but a warm gathering filled with fun reminiscences reminiscences after i die my survivors can have their own memorial service if they want that's not my business i'm talking about how long i want to live and the kind and amount of health care i will consent to after 75 
Americans seem to be obsessed with exercising, doing mental puzzles, consuming various juice and protein uh, concoctions, sticking to strict diets, and popping vitamins and supplements, all in a valiant effort to cheat death and prolong life as long as possible. This has become so pervasive that it now defines a cultural type. This is what, uh, and this is what um, Zeke calls the American immortal. I reject this aspiration. I think this manic desperation to endlessly extend life is misguided and potentially destructive for many reasons. 75 is a pretty good age to aim to stop. Now, uh, he says American immortals operate on the assumption that they will be precisely such outliers, you know, that it's not going to be me. I'm still going to be great when I'm 75. But the fact is that by 75, creativity, originality, and productivity are pretty much gone for the vast, vast majority of us. Uh, And this guy, he goes on. It's a long, long piece. But again, this is a guy who is on the COVID-19 advisory board. And I'm going to ask you a little question. I think you you know the answer to this. Uh, After watching this... uh, um, hysteria for whatever it is seven months now which group is most vulnerable to the de- uh to to COVID-19 almost uh not only just most vulnerable which group is almost the only group that dies from this disease that would be people over the age of 75 okay and that your survival rate's like 94.5 percent but below that you're up in the high 90s at least uh so this is the guy who's going to be on the board. This is the guy who uh, the big guy picked to be uh, on the COVID-19 board. He wants to die at 75, and that's okay if he wants to die. As I said, I, I prefer that he died like if uh, whatever he is now, it'd be okay if he died next week. If this is the way he thinks, if he wants to, if he's in that big of a hurry to die, I you know I'd be no no problem with seeing seeing it happen soon. But especially before he gets in charge in January, if he if he doesn't care about dying, then how about if he leaves this earth before he gets put in charge of me, okay? Uh, And anyway, by the way, I'm 72, and I don't have any plans on dying at 75. I might get hit by a bus. I mean, who knows? I'm at that age, but uh, I went for a bike ride 20 miles yesterday. I'm I'm okay, you know? Uh, I'm not like my grandfather was who died at 72. And and a lot lot of people I know in their 70s are, are doing okay, and they're happy to be alive. But this this guy he he's not just saying that this is what he wants to happen to him. This guy is a is a government. Um, um, he he loves big government, so he would like to be in position to kind of you know he's not going to force people to die, but he's he, he's he's not going to be all that excited about keeping people alive after seventy five. He says uh, that you know for the for. For people like who are, and this was before he wrote this before COVID, and he he talked about uh, if there would ever be a pandemic, the people who should be most um, uh, should get the first priority for the for whatever drug it would take to uh, to prevent death would be the young people, and um, and he 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 would that that's the way he thinks. So if he's put in charge of COVID nineteen, then you know he's gonna he's gonna be like. Uh, uh, Governor Cuomo and just let people die. And he says, what about simple stuff? Flu shots are out. Si- simply, if there was to be a flu pandemic, here it is here, a younger person who has yet to live a complete life ought to get the vaccine or any antiviral drugs. A big challenge 
is antibiotics for pneumonia or skin and urinary infections. Antibiotics are cheap and largely effective in curing infections. It's really hard for us to say no. So you don't want to give these antibiotics to people who aren't young because that just prolongs their life. Okay, that's it. Uh, that's it for the uh, the Dr. Zeke, and he's going to be in charge of you in January. Good luck with that. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has fired Defense Secretary Mark Esper. Esper, the president's second defense secretary, succeeding Jim Mattis, who resigned in 2018. Christopher Miller, the director of the National Counterterrorism Center, will serve as acting secretary. HUD Secretary Ben Carson has tested positive with the coronavirus. Carson, the first member of President Trump's cabinet known to have tested positive. Pfizer may be the first to develop a COVID-19 vaccine, early data suggesting its vaccine may be 90% effective. The University of Notre Dame has implemented mandatory coronavirus testing for students and strict penalties for those who don't comply. That's after students rushed the school's football field to celebrate a double overtime upset of Clemson over the weekend. Stocks finishing mixed today. The Dow gained 834 points. The Nasdaq lost 181. This is SRN News. Excuse me. Why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof of the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. You'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? SelectQuote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. WPGP AM 1250 The Answer. What's the biggest Christmas miracle you can imagine this season? How about having your mortgage or rent paid for for all of 2021? It's possible when you enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. You can even enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes and we could be paying your rent or mortgage for all of 2021. Brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. Go to theanswerpgh.com slash contest. Right-to-work laws perennially have been tied to the whipping post erected by organized labor and flogged for everything from allegedly reducing workers' voices to driving down wages and stifling the economic well-being of all workers, union and non-union alike. At least that's how progressives see it. But a new Allegheny Institute study says right-to-work states generally have fared better in jobs numbers during the coronavirus pandemic. Learn more at alleghenyinstitute.org. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do, to protect your assets, 
to minimize taxes and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. You know what stinks? Overpaying for things, and that includes your cell phone bill. That's why every day people are switching to Pure Talk USA. You get the exact same coverage as the larger carriers, but at half the cost, with no contract and no excessive fees. Get unlimited talk, text, and two gigs of data all for just $20 a month. The average person saves $400 a year. Go to puretalkusa.com, enter the promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's PureTalkUSA.com, promo code half off. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. On the outbound parkway, east, still all stacked up. Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Looks like about a 15-minute delay. On the inbound side, busy around the tunnel. And on the inbound Fort Pitt Bridge, seeing some volume as well. Outbound on the parkway west, some slowdowns from Banksville Road to Green Tree. And also, we're seeing some delays on outbound 28, Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Tonight will be clear and mild. We'll see a low tonight of 56. Tomorrow will be warm with temperatures breaking the record of 73 set back in 1939. We'll see intervals of clouds and sunshine, high 75. Tomorrow night will be warm with cloudy skies, occasional late night rain and a thunderstorm, low 62. Wednesday, cloudy, remaining warm with showers. Wednesday will reach a high of 68. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So how much fraud has there been in the 2020 election? Uh, Probably a lot. Russ Ramsland of uh, Allied Security Operations knows, and he joins us now. Russ, thanks for being here. Well, I'm delighted to be here. Thank you, John. So how are things out there in Texas? Well, as they no longer say at the Department of Justice, they're fast and furious. <laughs> so what What you uh, are with Allied Security Operations, let's start with just what kind of work uh, does Allied Security op- Options do, operations do? Well, normally we're a commercial uh, cyber uh, firm. We do cyber security. We do cyber investigations. We do a little bit of human uh, human work, uh, but for the most part, we tend to to be on the cybersecurity side of things. Now, you first started looking into this um, election stuff down in Dallas during the uh, 2018 midterms. How did that come about, and what did you find there? Well, we had a group of activists bring some logs into us from the Dallas County Central Tabulation Server and and uh, Central Count, and. Um, all our cyber guys took a look at it and were absolutely shocked and appalled by what they found. Uh, we saw just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of unexplainable error messages, uh, boats being downloaded from the precincts and then being uh, wiped out and replaced with other boats. And this happened like three or four times between the end of early voting on Friday and Election Day. And then we saw a whole precinct suddenly start getting replaced on Election Day. So we knew something was wrong, and um, 
we just decided on our own nickel to, to launch an investigation and it's it's been a two-year investigation and we mapped out the entire boat mapping uh the entire boat sequencing uh we found some incredible things um we tried to get some guys in washington to pay attention uh they wouldn't needless to say in the last week they've been very interested all of a sudden mm -hmm. but um that's kind of how it started well uh, these things that you found uh and that, that that the investigators saw that they were shocked to see um was it um did did you get the did they get the feeling and you guys get the feeling that it was uh more mistakes or purposeful oh no there's there's absolutely no doubt at all it's totally purposeful uh in fact in some cases it's designed in um the software you know your counties all use private companies now to conduct their electronical uh elections Right. And uh, frankly, there's no standards. There's no safety that they have to meet. Uh, it's wide open. We identified, I guess, nine different places between the time you vote and the time it, it arrives at CNN or wherever. Uh, but it's just really easy to go in, change votes, uh, change the audit trail or erase it. Um, most people... <laughs> Most people don't know, John, that uh, their vote ends up on a server in Frankfurt, Germany, before it ever gets reported. Yeah. And uh, it's just amazing. Yeah, I think most people think that our, our elections are run by the government, uh, by the United States no. government. But it's not true, no, 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 and no. It's not, it's, they're not even run by American companies. Correct. That is correct. At least in the case of 29 states, they're not. Yeah. Uh, and really more than that, because, well, that's, uh, Dominion uh, is a Canadian company and they yeah. report to Frankfurt, Germany. And ES&S isn't a, a U.S. company, but it reports to Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, it's, it's just amazing. And, you know, you, you look at what we went through with three years of the Trump and, and supposedly Russia in the uh, in the election. And yet. <laughs> In our own system, we're, we're sending all our votes overseas to be held supposedly securely, and they're not. Um, and that's what eventually becomes the official vote. So when I cast my vote here in western Pennsylvania, by the, by the time it gets to what time it shows up on Fox News or CNN or, or uh, wherever I happen to be watching, it's gone through Frankfurt, Germany? Um, let's see, I mean, what state are you in there? Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has. Pennsylvania is one of those. And uh, what happens is your vote goes from wherever you cast it um, to uh, a central counting place in, um, in, in your county. And mm -hmm. they're the election company. I'm, I'm going to give you the simple version. There, the okay. election company supposedly tabulates it and puts it together and ultimately then sends it to about four or five what are called election night reporting companies, the biggest of which is CIDL, which is headquartered in Barcelona, Spain, and its subsidiary, which is called Clarity Elections. And uh, they have their servers over in Germany. You can see that. In fact, a lot of these counties, if you'll go and click on the unofficial votes button, 
it'll look like you're still on the county, but look at the little white box in the top and you'll see you're on Clarity Elections. And if you ask for a download of that file, you'll get a CSV file and then just look at the properties of the file and you'll see that it was generated depending on where you were. If you're on the East Coast, it's generated five hours east of you. If you're here in Texas, it's six hours east of you. So you mentioned SCITL in your report. I read that that's an acronym, S-C-Y-T-L. What does that stand for? That's that's in Spain? Uh, Yeah, Barcelona, Spain. Actually, it is not an acronym. That is the name of the company. Oh, okay. All right. And and yeah. but they are in Spain, and they I saw also that they've just gone bankrupt. But the um they are they are they are doing the vote counting for the United States of America. That is well, they are in twenty nine states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's enough. And a lot of those are the key battleground states. Mm-hmm. I might add. And so, um, oh, how easy are they to hack? I mean, if I if, uh, if go ahead. Well, yeah, you you can. Uh, they're in the Amazon cloud and uh, over there, and so yeah, you can get in. Uh, it's also very disturbing because if you look at their entire network, you'll find an area where you can see a piece of malware sitting there, grabbing the credentials of every single county administrator who uploads votes there. So that now with that, you can go right back into the county and change the votes. So, I mean, there are people that that um, that look at uh, President Trump for that. I was going to say the Republicans, but the president of the United States, when he says that he thinks this is going on, they're looking at him like he's a, he's crazy, that he's being a big baby, that he should just pack it in and go home and, and, and accept the fact that he lost. Would anybody who has seen your study and, and seen your your um, your facts that you've shown would anybody, uh, for if he's running for dog catcher, would you be immediately willing to accept the uh, the uh, results of an election, the so-called results of an election? Oh, absolutely not! Absolutely not! There's just there really isn't any security. It's all connect the internet, and you can get into it a bunch of ways. Uh, you know, we've we've uh, seen some things recently about hammer and um, about scorecard. And that's a very interesting tool, by the way, and it may be getting used, but the fact of the matter is there's also about seven or eight other tools out there freely available to hackers on the Internet, and you can get in using those just as well. So, um, and we're talking to Russ Ramsland. He's uh, of Allied Security Operations. Russ, where can people find this online? Because uh, there's no way we can do this justice uh, on 15 or so minutes on the radio. Where, Where can people find what you've done? Well, we just put it up on our website. Uh, There is a a link there both to um, the most recent video I did last week and then to several earlier ones uh, that we did over the last year, year and a half. And uh, so you can go there and and find out a lot of stuff. There's also another site. What's your website, Russ? What's your website? It's, It's Allied Special Ops. AlliedSpecialOps.com? Yeah. Okay. Um, now, the uh, the video that I saw, it, it's, it, it, for you, it might be hard for you to explain it without people being able to see what you're talking about, but it was very clear to me from looking at the video what happened. 
Can you do the best you can to explain the, the, the video from CNN, the governor's race in Kentucky? Sure. And in fact, we now have videos like that from this election that we just had. Uh, you do? But what you're seeing on, in the video is you're watching some of the talking heads. In this case, it was Anderson Cooper. It's the end of the night. Every Republican at the top of the ticket is winning by two to 300,000 votes, except Matt Bevan, the governor, who is losing by 5,000 votes. Think about that. A million four votes cast. Everybody else is winning by two to 300,000 votes as a Republican. And the governor race is losing by 5,000 votes. So it's late at night. You're watching the votes come in from Clarity Elections up in the corner, and then you see CNN down below update their banner as the updates come in from Clarity Elections. And so let me stop really you because watching- I, I, Russ, let me stop you because I want to make sure it's explained. Behind Anderson Cooper, you see the graphic of the vote totals for the two gov- the two candidates for governor. But there's also a graphic, a smaller graphic that runs across the bottom of the screen, and that's what you're talking about, the one behind Anderson Cooper and the one at the bottom of the screen. The one behind Anderson Cooper that, that is gold, that is the live update from Clarity. It runs mm-hmm. through either the Associated Desk, uh, desk or, excuse me, Associated Press or Decision Desk HQ, but it just flows right through that to CNN. So you can see... What's actually coming into the database in Clarity and the gold up above, and then down below the little ribbon, CNN generates in response to the last update for Clarity from Clarity. And mm-hmm. what you see before your very eyes, we wrote a little script to, to watch for these things, and that's how we picked this up. What you see before your very eyes is at the exact same second that the Republican governor, Matt Bevan, loses 560 votes, then Andy Bashir, the challenger, gains the exact same 560 votes. That's 1,120 votes. That was 25% of the race right there in a split second with vote switching. And we're and seeing that now. We're, we're combing video here now. We're finding that same kind of stuff. Um, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and it's and it's uh, it's very it's very obvious uh, uh, when you watch the video what happened. You see yep. you see the number change behind Anderson Cooper, and then you guys slow the video down, and it's a and it was a it's a, there's like a half a second delay. But by freezing the frame, you can see that one governor one candidate gets a number, and another candidate loses the same number, which is not going to can't can't happen. So, right. Uh, and you say you have other videos like that now. Yeah, we're, we're finding other videos of this election, right, that we just had, that are the same way. We're running a bunch of New York Times data, and we're finding, like, in two seconds, suddenly 400,000 votes for the Democrats show up. Um, we're finding in Georgia, like, 165,000 votes in a two-second period suddenly show up. This is the computer just changing the votes. <laughs> No, so that number I've been hearing a lot. It's in Fulton County's a hundred and some hundred thirty, whatever you said, hundred sixty thousand votes just instantly changed. Is that yep. just? Is that could that be anything but somebody messing around with it? No, not like that. So what is what is their explanation? We well, they're not really explaining it. That's the whole point. There, I think it looks like. You know, it was very interesting what happened in Kentucky. I got to go back there for a second, John. 
What happened in Kentucky at the end of the day was the Bevin campaign decided they were going to fight it, but within about 48 hours, they gave up because all the Republicans abandoned them. They were afraid they'd be sore looters. All the press was against them. They were calling them sore losers. And so the Bevin campaign threw in the towel. I think that's what's, you know, that was kind of a dry run for what they thought they'd do this time. They just didn't count on the Republicans deciding it was time to finally do something about it and fight back. So you're talking about the, the, the Kentucky, uh, the, the incumbent Kentucky governor just packed it in and, and, and he was beaten by yeah. this trick. Yeah. Now, what about uh, is the, the you've made the government aware of this and, um, and what, what have they been saying about it? How, and how, how, how what was their reaction to this? Well, until recently, we really couldn't get the very highest level people to even look at this. We've been in and seen DHS people who have confirmed that everything we're showing them is true, but they've had a really hard time trying to push it up through their ranks. Um, we have we've talked to a bunch of congressmen. We've been very concerned about it. Um, they had been assured by people in the White House that they had it, no problem, and clearly they did. But right now there's a lot of them out there in the government that are very interested, uh, particularly in the Trump campaign. Yeah. And we're working with them closely and also a couple of other cyber groups because uh, it's it's a huge job now to do after the fact. We actually well, ran a very interesting little model down here, John, where we uh-huh. captured all of the county votes in real time out of Dallas County. And it is uh, it's absolute proof of uh, criminal activity inside the voting machine. And I wish we'd been able to do that nationwide. Well, I mean, this is just stunning stuff. And and um, is is the Trump campaign? Are there Trump campaign lawyers who are out there right now running around? Are they are they armed with this information that you're telling us right now? They have never seen um, a presentation. We are feeding them information, but they have never actually seen, sat down, and taken the briefing that we have been trying to offer all these people. And so I really feel sorry for these, these lawyers because uh, it's, it's a fairly technical area. We have tried to, to make it where it's very understandable, but you really kind of need to have an overview of the whole system to understand uh, how and where you're cheating and what to look for. Hey, Russ, uh, I'm, I'm all, out of time. Russ? I'm out of time. I, I'm, uh, people got to go check it out at uh, secure, uh, AlliedSecurityOps.com, right? Yeah, you can, you can just put ASOG, A-S-O-G dot U-S. Thank you very much, Russ. I appreciate it. Great stuff. Thank you. Thank you.